0: This is WrestleZone Radio, presented by WrestleZone.com. Find us on iTunes. Good morning, WrestleZone. Welcome back. It's me, Nick Hausman, and we got a big interview for you here on a happy hump day Wednesday. He is the COO of Ring of Honor. It is Joe Koff. Joe, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. Nick, my pleasure, and thank you always for all your support. Well, you guys have... More than a lot going on in the world of Ring of Honor wrestling right now. Uh, I put out a post yesterday letting the world know we were going to be talking. Uh, I got a lot of questions back. I'm going to try to dive into the mailbag here in a little bit, but I want to get to the big news of the moment, and that is the fact that Ring of Honor has sold out Madison Square Garden for the night before WrestleMania. Uh, Tell me all about this, Joe. I know that this deal didn't – it sounds like this deal with Madison Square Garden was not going to come together. What turned the tides – what helped Ring of Honor secure MSG? I think, think there was a lot of um,
1: it, it. It required a lot more conversation and dialogue, and once we were able to work through some 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 points on both sides, um, it came together. It uh, it just took a little bit of it. It, it took a little bit of work.
0: Okay, because see, what, from what I'm, and tell me if I'm wrong with the story that's going around. Because essentially, what I'm hearing is that WWE got involved, said they didn't want you to run MSG. And then at some point, uh, something happened with MSG to override what WWE had got involved in. Is that loosely what had happened? Well,
1: I mean, that's what's reported. And, and basically that's, that's what, you know, we were told that there was, there was some, there was something there that, that wasn't right. Work, working with that date. Okay. So, um, we decided to, to talk it through and talk it further and, uh, You know, this was really between Madison Square Garden and and Ring of Honor, Um, you know, uh, outside parties, uh, you know, respectfully that they had nothing to do with this this specific transaction. So, like I said, it just needed to be worked through. And I think everybody's very pleased with the end result.
0: Okay, And, you know, I've I've read that Madison Square Garden can sit 18,000 people for an event like this. Did you guys sell 18,000 tickets? Is that the, the selling number? I think there's some production holds still out there, and uh, you know, um, I think the amount of tickets
1: that, that it was set up for were all taken.
0: Wow, that's incredible. Not sure what
1: that not sure what that exact number is.
0: Were you surprised it sold out as fast as it did? It was like 30 minutes or less. It was like a pizza. Well,
1: <laughs> that's great.
0: Um, it was actually it was it was
1: less than 30 minutes on public sale day, but there was quite a bit of pre-sale activity. And this is something I'm specifically in and really proud of is the fact that on the first day of sales, which I believe was last Wednesday a week ago um, that was strictly for our honor club and for our honor club subscribers and uh, who, you know, received a special code if they wanted one to buy tickets that day. And we were told again that over 60% of the tickets were sold on that first day. So, it, it, it's really, really validation for our fans and, and for, you know, for Ring of Honor and New Japan in this case, um, because together we are the stronger brand that really was so satisfying for me. And then, of course, the next day was the Madison Square Garden presale, um, which, was, uh, w- w- which was quite successful as well, which limited a lot of tickets in the public sale, which is why that sellout was announced so quickly on that Friday.
0: You know that's that's true. It is. A, it, it's a co-show with you and New Japan Pro Wrestling. Were you all more at the forefront of putting this deal together, or what was New Japan's involvement in putting the MSG together deal? Oh,
1: together? no, we 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 we're in constant conversation with them. We do a lot of work with them, as you well know, if you follow Ring of Honor, and your fans probably know. Yeah. You know, we usually do two shows a year that have New Japan talent in them, in the spring and the fall, and uh, this one going to be coming up in the fall this year. So we're we're in constant conversation. And, you know, when we were looking at venues and we were looking at places that we could run, um, we we thought maybe that this would be a really good opportunity to really partner out full and and combine the two forces and the two brands together to make this a much more viable option for the show. So um, that's exactly how that happened.
0: That's incredible. You know, and, and I, uh, I kind of let the cat out of the bag there earlier in the, in the interview here when I said you were at the G1. I saw you there. Uh, you know what, when you're sitting there watching a New Japan show in like the Cow Palace there, I mean, what's going through your head in that moment? I mean, that's just a, a solely New Japan show, a non-co-produced show.
1: Yeah, it was. And it, you know what? It was very exciting to be in there. As you well know, you know, New Japan style of wrestling, it's its, it's very, very much like the Ring of Honor style of wrestling. It is. It's pure. It's in the ring. It's its, it's athletic. its uh, It's got a lot of integrity. There's a lot of respect by the wrestlers who wrestle. And there's a lot of respect for, by the wrestlers for the fans and vice versa, which I really like, which is why I think we work so well together. And they are a fine organization, and they're fine to work with, and uh, I'm really proud of the partnership.
0: Absolutely, yeah. And that G1, that the, the G1 that just they put on was an incredible tournament. Uh, congratulations, to Tanahashi, of course. Um, but back to Madison Square Garden with you. You know, what does it mean to you, Joe, that Ring of Honor and, and New Japan are running Madison Square Garden? Obviously, this is a, a huge, it's just a huge thing. The, the McMahons have been the only wrestling promotion in MSG for, I think, like 70 or 80 years, I've read.
1: Yeah, you know, and, um, you know, it's, it's, it's where I started watching wrestling, Nick, to be honest with you. I remember going there in the 60s and um, going into a sold out 8th Avenue Madison Square Garden and feeling the electricity even at that time. And believe me, at that time, people were wearing suits, you know, jackets and ties to those events. And um, it was a lot more formal. And, uh, you know, I knew at that time that this was something I just loved. I just loved the, the feel of the arena. I just loved the feel of the ring lights. I loved the crowd. I loved what I was seeing in the ring. And, you know, so for me personally, it's, 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 it's an unbelievable moment for me to think that I'm not only going to be able to be in Madison Square Garden to watch wrestling, but it's my wrestling that those people are coming to see. Um, so that there's a great sense of satisfaction in there and, and a great sense of personal reward. But the sellout really belongs to my organization and our organization Um, Yeah, we had the business sense. And, you know, Greg Gilliland, my general manager, and I put a lot of time and thought into the economics. We spent a lot of time talking to our partners. And we spent a lot of time talking to Madison Square Garden um, about getting this done. And, you know, the outcome is perfect. And it it got done. But, you know, I, I was really thinking of our wrestlers. I was really thinking of the people who have been in Ring of Honor for, you know, since its onset, since its beginnings. And I I just wonder if they ever felt that they would ever have that opportunity to wrestle in Madison square garden. Um, And, you know, I really felt good for them. I felt good for Jay and Mark Briscoe. I felt really good for, um, you know, Hunter. And I felt really good for Carrie Silken, who, who's an ambassador or ambassador at large and all of the other stars that are going to have their moment on April 6th. This is what they worked for. And I'm not sure they ever believed that they, they would see it under, you know, under this umbrella, under the ring of honor, new Japan umbrella. So for me, that's what meant so much. And I'm so glad we were able to do it. But, but Nick, the reason why we're able to do it is because of what they do in the ring, the product that they put out week in and week out, the shows that people have come to see and come to love that are ring of honor shows or new Japan shows. This is, this is the fans saying, yes, we believe. And yes, we're going to be there. We want to be part of this moment. We want to be
0: part of this history. And that's, that's what it means to me. That's incredible. And, you know, you, you talk about how the fans have gravitated the, pro- the product recently, Joe, or over the past many years, I should say. And it's really bubbled to this, you know. And I've heard in years past you and other representatives of Ring of Honor talk about how you don't see yourselves as direct competition to WWE. You're both doing your own thing successfully. But, man, running the garden the night before WrestleMania. I mean, you're practically walking up and knocking on these guys' doors. I mean, it's hard to believe... You guys didn't—I hate to say maybe send a signal to WWE, but you definitely didn't shy down from the opportunity. Was there anything to the date in particular, running the night before?
1: Well, we have a history of running in, in WrestleMania cities. We did it in Lakeland. Now we were we, we had to go 90 minutes away from Orlando to find a building that was suitable and a building that we felt comfortable with. Sure. We were, you know, we were in the Valero Center years ago when it was in New Orleans, and then this year we were just at the Bayfront Center at University of New Orleans, which was a 6,000 seat house. Yep. Um, you know, there's a lot of wrestling going on. I mean, if you go to that weekend, and I know you do, Nick, because you're 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 in the business from that perspective. There's so many promotions that are wrestling that weekend, whether it's in a bar or whether it's in front of 200 or whether it's part of a, a fanfare or whatever, it's a wrestler's weekend. And, you know, they chose New York and and, and, and I can't speak for them and the way they thought about it. But, you know, there aren't a lot of options for a, a, a company the size of Ring of Honor to go into buildings there without thinking big. Yeah. Because we saw what we were able to do in New Orleans. And, you know, finding a 6,000 or an 8,000 seat building is very difficult in New York. So when we heard where that date was, and we know we always wrestle on the supercards, always on the, the the night before, we started looking at venues and we started making phone calls. And we found interest in, in, in Madison Square Garden. And that's, that's really what happened. Um, but we, we gave it some serious thought because, you know, economically it's a – you know, it's a big undertaking. You take a risk. But, you know, Nick, we're, we're all business people. Without, you know, without risk, there's no reward. Right. So, you know, we, we felt we could go big or go home. And, uh, you know, that's the, that's the chance we took. We knew what we were doing. We were, we were ready for that. Never, had, never was worried about selling it out, Nick. I, I always felt that um, when April 6th of 2019 came, there were enough wrestling fans and enough interest by that time to fill whatever remainder of the seats that went on pre-sale. We had no preconceived notions on what numbers to expect. We know what we hoped, but you know, you, you, you can't get very far on hope, you know, that's, um, so, the reality was, it's not going to be an issue. But I never thought for a second that wouldn't be a filled, build, a filled building.
0: It's just incredible because I mean, the show I, I'm, I'm pretty sure will go head to head with Takeover um, at the same time, and it's just going to be a it's going to be a wild night in New York uh, with those. Two yeah, and that's going. not a fir- that's not a first time we've done that. No, no, I mean, no. That, yeah, yeah. I'm, and and we have been both successful in those
1: nights, and and I I expect Takeover to sell. I expect every one of their events during that weekend to to be full. Um, because it's, 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 it's a weekend. It's a weekend that they created and, and it's it, you know, I like I say it's their weekend, it's wrestling's weekend, but they are definitely the, they're definitely the, the catalyst to that.
0: Now you're, Joe, you're great, not just a great wrestling promoter, but businessman, obviously as well. And seeing the success of ROH and New Japan in the garden, knowing that WWE at the same time is still going to be selling all these tickets, just the overflow of other independent promotions that come in on these these bubbles, and not just WrestleMania weekend, but every weekend I feel like wrestling is on fire right now. Do you feel a shift in the perspective of pro wrestling amongst business people right now? I know you talk with a lot of them.
1: The business people of people who are in wrestling
0: or well, just business no, people in general? Non, I would say non-wrestling people, advertisers, uh, yeah. producers, yeah. Talent, uh, talent, that sort of thing. Yeah, I, I,
1: I think, look, the—, the The industry is good right now because the talent in it is so good. And for the first time in a long time, there's a promotion that actually has distribution that is beyond, you know, a YouTube channel or a a local TV. You have a touring company that travels internationally. You have clearances in 40% of the country, plus another 10% through syndication. You have an honor club. You have, you have, you have availability to show what ring of honor is and new japan has very similar distribution platforms and access and certainly on new japan world i think what we're seeing is that there's a world beyond and there always has been but it's been limited to the local markets and those local promotions and kind of promoting themselves as a special and bringing in you know the 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 older wrestlers for signatures to help draw people to the crowd you know ring of honor new japan impact for that matter they have continuity, because they're on every week, telling a story every week. This weekend's Ring of Honor show is number 361, um, and just just for, for laymen, that means that this is our 361st original hour of programming. So you can divide that by 52 weeks to see how far along we are since 2011 when we started. So we're growing, and the audience is growing. They're still, believe me, uh, you know. There are still people that haven't even experienced Ring of Honor yet, wrestling people, who are aware of it, but may not really know what it is or know where to find it, even though it's, it's, it's fairly accessible. Um, and so I think the business is good right now, and I think the business is in a good place to talk to business about the business. Okay. But at the end of the day, I'm never blind to the fact that it's still professional wrestling, and it's stigmatized a lot by, by advertisers and business in general.
0: It's just so weird to me that in 2018, that's still the case. I mean, you can just look at the WWE stock. I mean, you know there's billions of dollars alone in pro wrestling right there. Then you just expand that sphere a little bit, and ROH and New Japan just fill up an even bigger bubble. I, I, I'm I shocked that that is still the case.
1: Um, well, again, again, let me just go back, and if you, don't, if you have a second on the business of the business. Go for it. It's still a matter of eyeballs, and it's still a matter of how many people are watching your product, and— You know the WWE through their various platforms. When they're on now, they're on cable. Soon to be on over-the-air TV uh, after next year. You you know that's what advertisers are looking for: not the product, not the content, how many people are watching. And you know, as big as it is, and as big as in our world, because it's our world, so we have to step outside of our world and look at it as a piece of all the other worlds that are existing. It's 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 still it's still considered niche. And because of that, there's a I wouldn't say an advertiser reluctance, but but less of an advertiser pool to draw from.
0: Now while we're talking distribution, you know, Mark Cuban has obviously taken a vested interest in New Japan. He's done a lot of interviews recently about how he wants to go in more on this product, offer more uh, relevant television on Access TV. Have have you all, uh, over at Sinclair talked with Cuban and Access about possibly you know, doubling down and expanding distribution by using both platforms at all?
1: Oh, that's a good. That that's actually a good point, and I have not had the pleasure or, or the honor of meeting Mr. Cuban. I would like to. Um, I've always been a fan of his, not only from, you know, his business acumen, but you know, I, I, I think he's a passionate guy, and I love passionate people. Um, you know, the two companies, the two companies are are, are 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 going down a parallel path right now. Where they intersect, I'm not quite sure, but we would certainly welcome the opportunity. I've never I've never not stopped, wanted to talk to anybody. Who could enhance and further our product, or vice versa? So, um, you know, Mr. Cuban, if you're listening, I would love to. I would love to have that moment.
0: Uh, awesome. Well, that'd be that'd be great if this this interview set that up. Um, you know, we're talking about
1: all that the. Would big- be awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome, <laughs> Nick. By the way, and I would make sure that you get all the credit
0: for it. I'll call my buddy Steve Gadlin up. Steve, uh, uh, my buddy Steve was on Shark Tank. Mark Cuban gave him. Fifty thousand dollars to draw stick figure cats for a living. Easy. I want to draw. There you go. Oh, <laughs> I, I remember the cat guy. Absolutely. <laughs> that's that's Steve Gadlin. That's your friend. Uh, good for you. Steve Steve actually sits on the Andy Kaufman Foundation uh, board. Believe it or not. Mm-hmm. So there's your pro wrestling yeah. tie-in with Steve. Uh, well, uh, but back to wrestling here. I'm not about stick drawing cats. Um, uh, another big show uh, All In, obviously in my backyard here in Chicago, just a couple weeks away. Uh, what is Ring of Honor's involvement, if any, in the big Ring of Honor event coming up?
1: Yeah, it's not a, it's not a Ring of Honor event. It's an all-in event. All of, all-in like, event, sorry. I always like to make sure we say that because, the, you know, Ring of Honor's involvement is really part of the Ring of Honor DNA and, and the fabric of our organization. We, we believe in, in, in letting people create. We believe in letting people innovate. Um, you know, Cody and, and, and Nick and Matt took that challenge very, very seriously. And, uh, we were, we talked about it and I said, go for it. And whatever we can do to support that, you have our support, but this show is, is really all them. It's all in, and it's all them. We're really, like I said, we were really there to support them from a creative standpoint in the sense that we are letting them do this and we want them to do this. Not even letting is not even the right word. Sure. We're, we're, you know, we, we want them to do this because it's good for the business. Um, we'll be there. Obviously we're helping with the production and, and, and stuff like that. And, and, you know, there's wrestling, ring of honor wrestlers that'll be perfor- you know, performing because a lot of the all in stars are, are basically under contract with ring of honor. So we have to have something to do with it. But I think, um, I think the thing that I feel we've done most is allow them to do it. And, and and not feel threatened by it and not feel crushed by it because it's good for the business and it's good for them and I'm happy for them and I look forward to watching this show and being part of it on uh, September 1st as a fan.
0: Yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be a lot of fun.
1: Um, the other big th- see, I, I think fun is the right word too. I think it's going to be a lot of fun because it's 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 people who want to wrestle for people with people who they like wrestling with Absolutely. so yeah should be great for the fan right. really should be great for the fan
0: and it's great too you know you talk about distribution you know we talk about distribution and and the platform that you guys have and that they have you know WG in America has gotten on this thing they're going to do mm-hmm. an hour on wGn that's it's incredible. I mean, I, it, wrestling is literally all over the place right now on TV. Yeah,
1: it's 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 good to be in the business right now, and and and, and I'm excited for WGN America to having the foresight to you know take the zero hour, which is the the, the pre-show before the big show. Sure. Um, you know, it's, it, it's Chicago. It's um, even though it's WGN America, WGN is great call letters in Chicago, and and, and and is associated with it so you know so so deeply. Um, it should be fun.
0: And, and the show will still be available on, on not just pay-per-view, but also Honor Club as well, correct?
1: Yes. The, the full pay-per-view will be on Honor Club. The man. WGNA portion will be on WGNA.
0: That's, man, that's WGN awesome. WGN America. Uh, well, the last thing I wanted to ask you about here before we quickly dive into the mailbag, I didn't real. Time flies always when I talk to you, Joe. I like just talking... Oh, Nick, thank you. I like talking the business of pro wrestling with you. Um, yeah. The Cruise of Jericho, not too far off either. Um, mm-hmm. Very, I mean, man, you talk about how wacky and wild the world of wrestling is right now. Chris Jericho... Working with four or five major promotions right now, mm-hmm. uh, just tell me about how it was working with Chris to put this together, and, and what you all are hoping to get out of working with him on on this cruise. Well, you know, this uh, this began years a year ago, and, and I had
1: um, I, I'm going I'm going to defer my answer really to the fact that um, Greg Gilliland, uh, I mentioned previously, is our general manager. He's the one who really worked this out with with Chris and his company. Um, I think it's great. Look, it's a cruise that's for wrestling fans, and um, you know, it's out at sea, and things out at sea are in international waters. So, lots of things can happen that you wouldn't have in a domestic situation. Like we're all bound and and by our, by our contracts, and 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 how we how we do our business. But I think it's going to be great for fans. We're happy to be the the, the primary wrestling company for that. Um, you know, we look for opportunities, Nick. And um, you know, that was a, it seemed so long ago when we made the deal. Now it's of course coming up, and I'm very excited for the guys because. Even though they'll be working in, in wrestling, it's still a bit of a vacation for them. And, and to be surrounded by a community, and, and that's what that ship is going to become. It's going to become a wrestling community. And we all love living in our communities where we can be who we are, feel comfortable who we are. And I think the wrestlers and the fans and what they're going to see with the rock and roll and, um, and, and the comics that are there, it's, it's really going to be a special weekend for everybody. And, and if, you, if you're thinking of going please go. I think this is going to be a very, very unique experience. And one you're going to remember forever and be able to be able to say that you spoke with them one on one, you know, the wrestlers. And I I mean, if uh, obviously I have that access, and you have some of that access, but can you imagine it's like going to it's like going to fantasy camp in a baseball for a baseball team. So it's special. And, uh, you know, I, I hope it fills up because it should.
0: Yeah, me too. I I just uh, my only worry is right you hit a big wave, flip Gordons up in the middle of the air. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway. Um, yeah. Obviously, obviously there's some big matches on the on the boat. You got the Sea of Honor tournament, but there's some interpromotional matches Ring of Honor versus Impact. I'll, I'll use this as a chance to segue a bit into a couple fan questions here. At Stephen shepard 13 wanted to know if Ring of Honor and Impact uh, have plans to work together more. You guys have done a good job of keeping a bit of distance. This is really the first time I've seen you all cross paths. Um, what's the future there?
1: Well, I, we're crossing paths because we're really, we're really, uh, you know, it's, it's, we're not creatively booking that show. So um, I think it's fine because like I said, we're out at sea and it's a special event and it's, it's there for the people that are on the cruise and they should see something special and they should have something special. We've worked with impact in the past, um, I think if, if it creatively makes sense then and there's a path for both of us to to genuinely benefit from it, I'm always open to the thought.
0: Uh, well, on that note, uh, I got King of Sports 91. Uh, we've been talking a lot about the work that Ring of Honor and New Japan have been doing. Uh, I know you say they re- you, you both run parallel paths right now and you're waiting to cross. Have you guys talked much, if any at all, about merging formally? Is there been any discussions like that? Yeah. Um,
1: you know, we, we, we talk about future possibilities um, and because we're both we're both companies that look towards the future. Um, nothing concrete, nothing that's, you know, no, no sensationalism here, no headlines, um, just good conversation.
0: All right. Uh, I'll hop over here to uh, at uh, Levy Marg. Uh, he wants to know and I'm kind of interested in this one as uh, myself. Uh, there was a lot of news coverage about the potential sinclair Tribune merger that did not come to pass um, does that affect any expansion plans that you all had for ring of honor with that deal not coming together
1: no ring of honor was was so so far outside of that whole
0: thing that uh, no not at all okay um let's go over to at JD the writer at JD's toy show uh, he wants to know what's the what's the current ring of honor creative team like uh, like at the moment uh, he says he knows that delirious was at one point on the team but he's but he's not sure if he still is yeah our, our team is intact and, and 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 delirious
1: is 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 creative he's in charge he he is my executive in charge of creative very much involved and our creative team's terrific i think it's evidenced by the ratings that that we're seeing and just the interest in in, in fan base because um, they're storytellers and as long as the story is good people are paying to see us and coming to watch us and becoming Honor Club members. So I'm, I'm, I think the, the creative team's really intact and really doing really good work.
0: Uh, we'll go over to at Rasslin Rules here. Uh, he wants to know, uh, with the Bullet Club and being the elite, being a, a big draw for Ring of Honor, are you at all worried about them possibly going to work for WWE or somewhere else and losing them?
1: Look, I'm aware that, that there are other organizations that uh, obviously look at, at high-profile talent, regardless of what promotion they're in. Um, And we have seen the WWE take many of our talent over the course of the years, and we can all start naming them because they're their champions. Um, I don't worry about it because I think it's part of the business. Um, I just have to worry about how we conduct our business and hope we make it attractive enough that people want to stay or people see us as a place to grow and, 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 and hone their craft. So that's really what our responsibility is.
0: All right, two two more questions. Uh, we'll do one from at the Jeff Shorts. Jeff wants to know why is Cole Cabana not wrestling? Cole Cabana does wrestle. I thought um, the same thing. like him.
1: I know. Yeah, I mean, we, we he does wrestle. Um, he's not wrestling regularly for us because we like what he does for commentary, but. Colt has taken a position on many of the the situations and stories that have gone in there most recently with cheeseburger and and, and bully and bully yeah so um, you know Colt, Colt is, is we love him we love him as a performer we love him on air so um, but he does wrestle he does wrestle for us as a matter of fact um, sometimes in a planned match and sometimes spontaneously because he just can't take what he's seeing mm-hmm. um,
0: and we welcome that yeah that was a that was a really really fun uh fun moment there when cabana jumped in on cheeseburger's behalf man bully rage yeah i mean he, exactly and bully you know bully's scary yes i mean he he, he he
1: he's just a scary guy and you know uh and and god bless cheeseburger i mean he's he can take a lot of punishment he's you know but you can only watch so much before someone has to step into that. We have been, and I thank, we thank Holt for that.
0: We've been doing Fridays of Honor at Ring at, at WrestleZone for mm-hmm. t- almost two years now, and we ran a recap video that y'all sent us of Bully and Cheeseburger on online, and it's done. I'm not kidding you. Over like a half million views. It's easily the, wow. <laughs> it is easily. It is easily. The most viewed video that we've ever cross-posted with Ring of Honor. Well, well, that's great to know.
1: I hope uh, I'll, I'll let Bully know that, and I'll let Burger know that as well, if you haven't already, because that, that's a big number.
0: Yeah, I was, I, you know, it's just like you look at our analytics, all of a sudden there was like one that was at the ceiling. I was like, what the hell happened this day? There it was, Bully Ray yeah. Cheeseburger.
1: Well, you know what, Nick? You guys do a great job. I mean, you do a great job for the business. Uh, you know, you. So, putting me aside in Ring of Honor and our Ring of Honor Fridays. I mean, you just do a good job for for, for the industry, and uh, thank you. I thank you for that. I think it's important. I think your fans recognize that as well. So, yeah. good job on your part.
0: Thank you. Trying to bring that Bill after charm to 2018. I just want to be ringside <laughs> with my camera. That's all I want to there do. There you go. Um, yeah, I don't blame you. Uh, last question. I'll circle back to Cruz of Jericho. I wanted to get this one in. Uh, at TBD, a ghost. He wants to know: Is there any chance that the Jericho Cruise will be available on Honor Club? You know, there's actually discussions on that.
1: Uh, I'm not going. I'm going to give you what may be perceived as an ev- evasive answer. We don't know yet because one of the things that you know, Honor Club, we've been streaming live, and you'll be able to see it this weekend from England over FightNet on the Fight Network. Um, it's connectivity from the ship um, to get a stream out. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 don't, I don't know that we've got that technically answered yet. So until we, we solve that first, then I don't want to, I don't want to say yay or nay because I never want to disappoint our fans and I never want to overpromise them something that I don't know that I can deliver the answer to. So I, I think we're we're still in that technological discovery period of whether we can even get a, even get a feed, you know, a good feed done um that that wouldn't be annoying to the to the end user
0: there you go there's your answer tim i I promised tim i would ask that one because i'm intrigued too I, i wanted to watch the sea of honor tournament uh well joe i gotta thank you so much for the time today uh you gave me a little bit more than than usual but there is just so much going on in roh right now i wanted to try to get in everybody's questions and thoughts right now uh is there anything in particular you'd like to plug promote or put over here before we uh wrap it up today
1: well, you know, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of Ring of Honor shows and a lot of Ring of Honor TV between now and April 6th. So if you want, if you're not familiar with Ring of Honor, um, then I, I encourage you to come to a show if it's in your town, watch Ring of Honor TV if it's available, go to our website, ROHwrestling.com, become an Honor Club member, and, and, and just experience what everyone's experiencing. I mean, there's a reason why it's th- th- that Madison Square Garden sold out so quickly and it's because they know what to expect. The fans that bought tickets know they're going to see a great show. And I know that the fans that buy tickets, no matter where we are, and we're in a lot of places, we're in you know, London and Edinburgh this weekend, and then next weekend we're in Philadelphia. Then, of course, there's All In. And then after that, we get into Death Before Dishonor in September. There's a lot of professional wrestling from Ring of Honor coming your way, and, and I, I, I want you all to take advantage of it.
0: I Thank you so much for the time, Joe. Uh, take care with everything, and we'll talk to you another time. Okay, Nick.